everyone. Peace and blessings and welcome to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, where we introduce you to your future favorite artist today. And today I got somebody who gives you the real, whether you want or you, you don't. Please introduce yourself to the people. Hey, Mr. Lefty Goodheart, my heart's good. My mind's a fool. Dallas, Texas on, man. Peace and bless us, King. Hey, man, salute to you. And let's get to the heart of the matter, which is this. Everybody talks to people about what makes you do music or makes you do this or what, what inspired you. I have the feeling, I could be wrong, I have the feeling that it's not the music that inspired you, it's life that inspired you to create. Am I correct? You are absolutely correct, yeah. Tell me about one of the instances that made you realize that you can be the expressionist or the writer or rapper or music creator that you wanted to be when other people may have not thought so. Oh, man. It... Honestly, man, I was always just in, you know, I picked up music just rocking with my uncle them and just watching them do their thing on the block. But what let me know that I could, that I had a voice, man. I learned that early on, like in elementary, man. You know, I was always the uh, the kid that was going to speak out on things that were unjust or unfair to whoever, the teacher, the bully, the, the, the principal. It didn't matter, right? And so right then at that moment, I knew in my heart and my mind, they once they aligned, then you know you wanted something. When the heart and the mind is aligned, then that's what that's your purpose, right? So right then and there is when I knew like it was in me to speak. Now I didn't know in what way. And then I picked up music and the, the response I got from my from my my peers and my and the older cats that were around me, you know, uh propelled me to just keep going, man. They encouraged me to keep going. They they made sure I, that I knew that I had a voice and that I had talent, not just a voice, but that I was good with it, right? And so, man, that's that's how I got here to where I am now, man. Music is not rhythm and beats, though. Music is the expression of the soul. How do you define your soul and how you give it to the people in the music? For me, man, you get what you give. And so... That, that's that's like the heart of who I am, right? Like, you know, I'm gonna give out the energy that I want in return, but I'm also gonna return the energy that's given to me, right? And so um, that 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 really much des describes me, man. I'm, I try my best to live this life in, a, in as fair and as just as I possibly can within the scope of, you know, being a realist, you know what I mean? I'm flawed, so I definitely don't want to make it seem like a, like I'm some type of superhuman cat, man. I'm flawed like a mug, right? So I have to take my lumps as well as my rewards, man. No, you are you are superhuman. Don't don't do that. We ain't gonna do that today. <laughs> well, I mean, I, now, mean, I mean, I'm I mean, an individually special in my own right, but I'm no more special than any other human walking this earth. Like I got two lungs, I got a kidney. You know what I'm saying? Like my my body works the same. I, I, I came in here by myself. I'm going to leave that same way, just like the rest of us, man. We don't share caskets, man, and everybody got an expiration date. That's what Facts. I mean by that. You know what I mean? As far as me not having some superpower where I'm going to be out here forever <laughs> outside of my music. Now, my music will live on after, long after my body and the flesh is gone. Yeah. So. And that's, that's your superpower because at the end of the day, it is written in the scriptures that it said, yes, ye are gods, but you will die as men. But being children of the most high power means we have the power to create, build, destroy, and conquer as well. That's the first commandment in the Bible. It says conquer the earth and, 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 and populate it. You know what I'm saying? Right. People think, it was, people think it's the first, the first commandment is in the 10 commandments, but it said re retake the earth. And we had to retake it from the powers that lost it, which is evil. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And understanding that music helps us reconquer what was taken from us. Because if you think about it, salute to you for your song freedom. Cause you talk about that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because part of conquering is not only having a voice, but is using your voice to elicit um, a, a, a release of pain, joy, freedom Absolutely. that people try to take from us. Absolutely. How free is it to be on a mic and give your message and not just be on a mic to make a song? Bro, it's surreal to be honest, man. You know, I get, I get, I, every time I grab a mic, man, I'm outside of myself. Like, I, I can't even really, man, I, you know, I want to formulate in the best way that I can, man. But like, when I, when I, soon as I grab the mic, all of the performances I've ever done, like, soon as I grab the mic, it's like my natural government, who my mama birthed and my granny know, <laughs> that person is, is in, he ducked off right now. Like, 
now it's the entertainer, Mr. Lefty, right? And, and it's just, it, it, it almost becomes a blur every time. And I, I can barely remember any of the performances I've done just because it's like an out-of-body experience for me, man. It's like, soon as I grab the mic, like, at that point, I'm a superhero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at that point, you know, it's like Clark Kent, the Superman type thing, or, you know, uh, Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk type thing. It's, it's, it's different, man. It's just different, man. Your difference is part of your power because let's let's, let's I like how you said power because we're gonna flip that into this interview because you brought it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's shoot. Check this out. Can you be perfect? At being myself, yes. That's the only thing that I can find perfect perfection in. How so about I, how, how about you keep perfect period? How about that? Nah, man, I don't even strive for perfection like that, man. And that's where hip hop is important. Let me tell you something that I've learned. And you can, you can, hey, if you don't agree, it's, yeah, you have free will. For sure. You have the right to be perfect because you were made to be perfect. If God is perfect, you are a son of God. You have the right to be perfect because perfect does not mean flawless. Perfect means balanced. So a man who knows he's flawed is balanced. So when you say you're perfect within yourself, that is true. But within yourself can inspire others. That's why that song Freedom is so dope to me. Because not only are you giving I that message. I appreciate the fact that you rock with that song, man. I, it's been a feat to try to, you know, really push that song. It's like, it's like, that's the type of music seemingly the culture don't want to hear. Really? <laughs> to me, how many more songs? Name me 10 more songs. Does that sound like freedom? Yeah. Society won't accept. That's, that's, now name me something that the, the culture would know, the hip hop culture. Like, give me something popular, fam. All right, by Kendrick Lamar. All right. Okay. That's one. I used to say 10. Now, being yeah. that. Yeah. Give me three. That, okay. Give me three. Uh, Run the Jewels. Oh, shit. Let me get that. be one considered. Of yeah. I, I mean, Run the Jewels could be one. I mean, I don't think J. Cole stuff gets played like it should. My point is, you see where I'm going. Yeah, with but y'all hear you, yeah. So, and these guys are that you're talking about are mainstream major artists that make, you know, they get mailbox money in a major way already, right? Right. So they can afford to put a song out like that and get it listened to, right? Because mm -hmm. they've already established themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So when you jumping off the porch in this thing and you know, you coming out with a song like that, it's gonna take, right? It's gonna take something else that they like that's going to bring them back to freedom is how I always felt about that track. It was powerful for me. So I had to get it off because it was personal for me to get right. that song out there. Right. But I didn't expect for it to blow up really fast because I already understand the nature of the beast that I'm dealing with. But that song deserves to be on somebody's television show soundtrack. That song is dope. I want to put that song at heritage hip hop playlist number nine. Man. So I want to push that song. To the best I of my ability, that. every little hell, every little thing, man. You know. So we let me ask in the you, chain. So let me ask you this question. Uh, my grandson trying to say hi to you. Say hi. Oh man, peace, young prince. How you doing, man? Showing your tongue. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to say hi so bad. That's what's up. So, but here's the thing. See, Texas is the big-hearted state. Texas is. Texas is. The origins, when you say the Wild West, Texas, Texas, Texas is the origins of freedom being pushed from our people who are the natives on this land, whether they came from Africa or not, whether they either came from Mexico or not. Texas was the You said a word breaker. right there. See, a lot of us don't know that. They don't know that, like, that Hispanics are black. You know what I'm saying? They just speak a different language, man. Mm -hmm. Or they're... Colored, you know what I mean? They just speak their own language, just like uh, uh, Jamaicans speak Patois. Okay, mm -hmm. they just they just made up Spanish for themselves, but that's still mm -hmm. a part of us. You know what I mean? And, and, and with that designation, when you look at the history and the articulation of what Texas is, when you people are going to talk about in you know, the OK Corral, San Antonio, and things like that, yeah, there's a lot of like there, there's a lot of dope slave rebellion stories that came from there that talk about freedom. Thanks. Now, I'm not going to harp on that one song only because you have more in your catalog, but I wanted to say this. You represent the Texas Aggies right now. We know in the 1960s when they opened the, do opened the door, I that's know. when the school became great. You know what I'm saying? 
but the fabric of Texas has always been to represent and to, and to know not only who you are, but what you represent for. Righteous. How does Texas come out of you and how do you put back into that cloth of what Texas is? Man, I am, I mean, you know, no matter, <laughs> and I think I said this in the interview before to someone, man, it doesn't matter, like, cause I've been a few places and they always, when I tell them I'm from Texas, they they can't believe it sometimes. And it's like, no matter, no matter, you know, how I speak or, or how I dress or whatever, how, whatever I'm from Dallas Tech, born and raised, like, so whatever you get from me is Texas. I can't give you somewhere that I'm not from. This is everything that it makes up me. I learned it here. You know what I'm saying? I was raised here, man. I ran these streets. I made A's in these schools. You know what I'm saying? I got in trouble in the in this in this city. You know what I'm saying? Like in this state. This is me. Like I've I've I went through heartbreaks. You know, I've done my first sure wrong things. You know what I'm saying? Like it all happened here. So all of me is Texas, no matter who feels differently about it. You know what I mean? I'm a black man first that was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. You know what I'm saying? That like that, I'm this Dallas, Texas, Bryan, Texas, you know, College Station. That's why you see the Aggies. My family is from and you know, College Station. That's that's where, you know, that's where my cloth is cut from. So I got that country boy in me, honest. You know what I'm saying? But I grew up in the city. So that we consider, I know if you're not from Texas, most people don't consider Dallas city till they get here and then they see how 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 uh um how how, how real it is it, it, i mean you know hey let's talk to the ignorant though because i've never been to texas and i've always wanted to go i'm gonna be okay. honest with you for you many come, reasons bro. we could talk about that other off camera i got you, <laughs> Say, I got you. but everything bigger so i heard <laughs> <laughs> so one thing about Hip hop. See, when you, when, when you're from one designated area, you can only get the perception of what something is either through what is told to you or what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like original gangsters, the movie was considered Texas, so people thought that. Then we had the Ghetto Boys riding horses. You know what I'm saying? And I want to know. There's certain territories in Texas, Texas that always, always had me interested. There's Dallas. There's Houston. There's Galveston and there's Austin. What are the difference between those pair of places? So Austin is a college college city, man. So it's the party life. It's you know it's gonna be younger crowd. You know what I'm saying? But it's still a cool. If you want to go hang out and kicking and have a good time in in a, in a diverse setting, you know Austin will be a good party place to go really kick it. So one of my birthdays, man, me and my partner just did a turnaround. I said, man, I just want to get out the city, man. And we drove to all. He we rode with me. We drove to Austin just to hang out, just hit some bars, had some drinks, and turned around and came back. And um, Galveston is is like our uh beach. You know what I mean? Like South Padre, right? You got South Padre. You got Galveston. Those are like our Miami, you know what I'm saying? Like our uh, LA, you know what I mean? Like that's just the beach, right? Um, Houston got its own culture, man. And I, I, I got number love and respect for H-Town, man. Cause you know, being from my family, being from College Station, Bryan, Texas, Houston is about 45 minute drive. So a lot of the culture of H-Town kind of spilled over into the little out, you know, the surrounding little little towns, right? And my 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 uh, home hometown is one of those, and so the culture down there is just totally different, man. Like, yeah, they still ride these rims we call swangers, right? They ride swangers and they'll put them on anything, man. You see a 2020 21 BMW, <laughs> and them <laughs> have spokes on it, poked out. You know what I'm saying? Like they got their own culture, man. And it's the way that they show prosperity, right? It's the way that they show that they eating, living good, right? Um, Dallas, Dallas is a melting pot. So we get, Dallas got a little bit of everything, man. We got our own people that are natives of the city and the town and, and that we do our own thing and rock like Dallas. But then, you know, Karina, Katrina happened. And so a lot of New Orleans, a lot of Louisiana came. Um, when COVID happened, right, we getting a lot of California and West Coast and and um, just because of the uh, the cost of living in Texas as a whole is a lot different from other other demographics, people typically migrate here after they done made them so much money somewhere else. 
and they're tired of spending, you know, 2,500 a month on rent for, you know, 800 square feet apartment, right? They were like, well, well, let's go to Dallas, right? And so Dallas has a lot, it's a lot of diversity in the city, man, from Asian culture, African to African-American to Hispanic to, you know, American, Caucasian, right? To, man, it's, it's a lot of different, you could, you could get robbed in Dallas, or you can rub shoulders with a Fortune 500 company CEO. Like that's that's you know what I mean. It's it's so it's so much happening here, man. Like it's so much, right? That that you never know who you rub shoulders with. You never know who knows who, um, and how it could change your life or alter your path, man, or put you on the path that you were supposed to be on the whole time, and you just you know you know. So you really just never know, but. It's a lot of opportunity to in, in this city, man, for, for people that ain't from here. And even if you are and you know how to you know how to work, you know how to use what you got, man. You can get somewhere. You can really, you can really uh progress, progress in Dallas and be prosperous, man. So how do you define the music that comes out of those territories? Because some are heavy bass, some are very instrumental. A lot of them have blues and some of it has soul. So how do you define it? See, I'm partial, man. You know, I got, I'm, um, cause I'm, cause I do music, you know what I mean? So a lot of the music that come out of the city to me, seems influenced by another demographic. I.e. Atlanta, I.e. you know Houston, I.e. you know just other demographics, right? But there are some heavy hitters that just are that own their style in this city that are spitters that are, are lyricists or, or that are just great songwriters and storytellers as well. And so with them, I, I give big ups and big respect and props to when you, the originality, it's the originality for me, right? So anytime that I hear a piggyback, I'm not really too enthused about that, right? I, I like, it's the originality for me, man. That's the cloth that I've been cut from since forever, like to be your own person, right? And so that's who I am, I'm my own man, I, I you know, I don't even look to try to sound like nobody else, right? And even when I, you know, people tell me their opinions about my music, I, I very seldom hear, yeah, you sound like, man, you know who you sound like? Like I, I very seldom hear that. I've heard it here and there, but I appreciate that because I don't want, I don't want to, you know, people to, you sound like, oh man, he rapping like Lil Baby or he rapping like, or he sound like whoever else. Nah, man, he sounds like somebody I never heard before, but he sound dope. That's what hip hop used to be is originality. Absolutely. I mean, T-Pain just put a video out saying I that he's it. tired of hearing it. And well, we, people, it. In my, people in my area has been saying that for 10, 20 years now, you know? And, <laughs> and that's what makes music refreshing is because when you hear new spirits or you, or you get the inclination of a new soul into the mix, yes. that's when you get revitalized into hearing what true music is. Yes. Tell me about the check. How does the check bring new new vibes to the to the game? So the check, man. Um, hey, on, on the cool, man. It's a trip, right? So I just lost a job, man. I just lost a job, right? And so the the normal defense mechanism is to I still got to get some money. So the normal defense mechanism, like, is to either quickly get back in the workforce, but until that happens, nigga. I mean, excuse me, you know, you gotta go get you some money. You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, it ain't like I'm new to that. Like, you know, before I was working, I was hustling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so shoot, it was like, ah, right, y'all give me that last check, man. Let me go do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Until, until something else come along. And uh, so my family featured on, I hit him up and I was like, man, I think I think you'll be dope on this track with me. So I hit I hit up my, my family, Uh, shout out to Don Fetty, right? And um, I, I sent him the track, man. I told him I set up the studio time and, you know, he came through and I said, man, take your time. If you ain't wrote nothing to it here, go ahead and just take your time. And he sat in the lab right then 
And while I was laying my verse, he was writing his. By the time I finished, he was done. And we went in there and just made it happen, man. So yeah, the check just really came from one of them life walks of losing losing the gig and feeling some type of way about it. Cause they, you know, I was about to make, they was about, I was about to be vested in the company, right? I was a week away from my fifth year. And, you know, it made me feel some type of way that you they chose to let me go right before I got my investment in the cut. So y'all got a good four and some change out of me. And then I was expendable to you. So, all right. Well, run my motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. I get out. It's cool. But before I cruise, get my money. You know what I'm saying? And that's how the that's how the check came about. So I know people can relate to, you know, giving eight, 10, 12 hours a day to whatever you're doing for someone else, right? Just to just to maintain your livelihood or lifestyle or whatever, right? And then um the problem is enough of us don't really after we get off, put enough of that energy into our own stuff, right? So you wind up getting into this rat race on this on this hamster wheel where, you know, your whole life is just fulfilling, you know, fulfilling somebody else, making somebody else rich as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, the, 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 the check was just that, that, that uh, I was in a, 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 a breaking point, like a, uh, you know what I'm saying? It was just at that, at a turning point, a tipping point. It was a tipping point in life, right? Where I was like, okay, man, well, you know, what I'm gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Cause I be trying to master my emotions and control my thoughts, man. And so- I see that shirt on your Instagram. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, and most of the shirts that you see me rock with my applied knowledge, man, those were, and I tell I tell people that know me, they know like, those those shirts that y'all see are, are things that I say to myself to keep myself in some type of, you know, good headspace to stay strong and not let this, the woes of life get to me, right? So, you know, I tell myself, man, commitment, confidence, and control, you can do this shit, you know what I mean? And so I made a shirt, the three C's, right? And so it's refreshing to me to see people actually gravitate toward things that I was just talking to myself or hold the vision, trust the process, right? It's what you do with what you know. This is all just me telling myself this. And I said, yeah, make a shirt, make a shirt. You know what I'm saying? The GOAT, right? Gifted, optimistic, ambitious, and tenacious. It's me talking to myself, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate when people are appreciated and then they want to rock it too. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what's up with, well, yeah. Cash app Zell or uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Make sure we get there, we get them themselves or everybody that's watching on YouTube. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment. Everybody yeah. listening to Spotify on Apple, on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, make sure you, you like, share, comment, review. And make sure you get them shirts because they dope. I like the red. My knowledge, man. It's what you do with what you know, man. So as an artist yourself, I want to ask you this because this is something I pick up from you and your style, not just your music. What's more important to you? Is it your voice or is it your experience? Experience for me, man. Why do you say? Experience is what creates the... uh the organic, the organicness of my music. You know what I mean? Like when you coming from a real place, whether, whether you walk the walk, whether you saw the walk being walked, whether you listen to it, right? So everything that you hear isn't my personal uh, walk, but it is my personal experience because I've seen, heard, or walked it within my own eyes, ears, or feet. You know what I mean? And so, um, it's the experience for me, man, because uh, I can change my voice a million times over. So what, man? But I'm not I'm not an auto-tune guy, really. Like, I don't, you know, um, I, it's the experience for me. And plus, the, 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 the fabric that I that I was come from when it comes to listening to music, the cats wasn't really, uh, you know, I guess the voice does play a part because I speak with passion, right? So, and I get that from Pac, right? Like, I was, I'm a Pac fan growing up, right? And so... To hear him talk just to his pod, just to hear him talk, period, whether it's an interview to his homies, whatever, you hear that he's passionate about what he's saying. Then to hear him recite his lyrics, you still hear the same thing depending on the song. So you hear, can you get away? And you hear a more softer side of Pac talking to a lady, yo, you know, you know, man, could it be my Mr. Reed to be lonely? You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, they try to tell me, I don't care, you're fuck the world. And it's like, you know, it's a different type of passion that he brings. Or temptation, it's just, you know, um, so when, when you think about Scarface or Tupac, um, those guys 
groomed me as far as me listening to so much of them to to make sure that I delivered passionately. I like how you said that. Shout out to Tupac and Scarface. Smile is one of my favorite songs of all yeah. time. Hey, tripped out story, right? I, I told my, I me and my partner, man, we used to run the streets together, man. And before that song came out, right, I used to tell him, because those are my two favorite artists. And I say, mark my words, before it's all said and done, Pac and Face going to do a song together, right? And, uh, you know, he was like, nah, bro, I don't see it. I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't, that's two different styles. I said, I bet. And then, you know, Pac passed, unfortunately, you know, untimely. And the song came out. And I said, I told you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a trip, man. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the smile, man, for real. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. I think those had the best Pac verses of all time. That's his second verse in that song is legendary to me. Ah, yeah. You talking to God. Curious speeds unanswered questions keep us all. <laughs> yeah, curious G's, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Somebody, 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 baby, lost the crazy. Scared to have a seat. Hope I ain't curse my baby. I ain't had that, yet, that right there, that right there, I think it's so deep that that's what makes music so eloquent is that even when we give the message from our soul, not only did it inspire us, but it teaches as well. Yeah. And your experience in life had to lead to something that made crazy lyrics, crazy delivery, or harmony at the same time. Yeah. What the hell was the experience you went through that made the way I? Yeah, I'll listen to your music, bro. Where we going with that one? <laughs> so, you know, no, real, that's a good question, man. The way I came from um, personal experience, but also on a broader scale, man, just noticing the, um, I don't know if you listen to Cody Chestnut. You familiar? Cody Chestnut had a song called War, War Between the Sexes, right? And so the way I kind of speaks to that, man, because like it's always a constant tug of war between man and woman at some point in the relationships. It's like, bro, we don't, and I, I try to tell like the ladies like, hey, they don't always, you don't have to do that. Like we don't have to be at odds just because things are so good. Like it seems like you want to rock the boat just because it's just too cool for you. And so like, we don't got no problems. Why are you, why are you tripping? Like, this is who you met when you met me. Like, you knew I hung out. You knew I drunk beers. You know you know what I do. You know I, I'm, I run. I run the streets. So you trying to get me to what? Be still? Well, baby, I'm an air sign. I, I don't, how can you trap air? So, um, no, but I, it, to, to answer your question in a little bit more detail, like just a little bit, man. Um, yeah, I just had, you know, experiences with relationships where the female was uh, extremely confrontational about minor things. And I, I, you know, I had to bring things in perspective, like, yo, you know what you finna lose if you keep acting like that? I'm really not gonna stick around like that. Like, I'm, I don't, like, uh, I, think, I think what happens between men and women on different times, depending on the situation, is that they forget or didn't, or never knew their value or their worth. And that's not my walk. Like, I ain't, I, I ain't trying to, I don't have to be, I don't have to have the most money to know that I'm a potent motherfucker. Like, you you know, I'm a, I'm a gift to have. Like, you know, the most I put you and us together because we were both gifts to each other. Like, but as soon as you think that your gift is bigger or better than mine, then I, I can exit stage left without a, it's not a problem. Okay. That's why you're here at the end. It's like, but I leave, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, so those I, I, are real voicemails on there too, uh, oh, by the way, too, right? Oh, God, <laughs> that wasn't scripted. Like I, that wasn't somebody that uh, I said, "Hey, say this." Hey, call me and say, "Nah," you know, it was going through it, and that's how she felt at the time, right? And I was like, "Okay," and then at the end of it, that's how she felt at the time. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, it sounds a little different than what you started. You know what I'm saying? But once you give that little space and time, you know, they get to reflecting and be like, "Okay, what did I just do?" Yeah, but but you know what? The thing that really made that song stand out to me was the cover art because the roses and the girls with the ski mask, like that's what really made the song stand out. Shout to out me. to Jay, shout out to JB Gill to get to Da Vinci, man, for the artwork on that one, man. <laughs> All right, what you said about Texas, Dallas, Texas, about getting robbed or even rubbing shoulders with a Fortune 500 that reminds me of the cover art for It Ain't Safe because It Ain't Safe kind of is like a cityscape, you know what I'm saying? And one thing about 
the city. The city, you know how they say the inner city is a jungle? The, the thing about the jungle is, and I don't know if all y'all who paid attention to school or not, if you didn't, I don't care. I know shit. But there's uh, there's different levels to the jungle. You have the treetops, you have the, the tree itself, then you have the ground, and you have the underground. Mm-hmm. And just like in the city, you have the people at the top of the uh sky, the, the skyscraper, you have the working man, the working class, you have the poor, and then you have the underbelly that runs the city when, it's, when the sun goes down. Yes, sir. When it comes to it ain't safe, it's really like you telling a story, but you're pulling a story out of the listener at the same time. Tell me about that song and how it came together. I just wanted to share some light on, um, it was a lot going on at the time. I think uh, we had been leading the nation in like uh, murders for the month in in 30 days or some stuff like that, man. It was like, uh, but even before that, cause I had wrote that song before that happened, right? Um, it ain't safe was me trying to, what Jay-Z say, I bring you through the ghetto without riding around. So that was me taking people that ain't from Dallas through the, through the hood, through D- Dallas, you know, through the, through the Dallas that I know, but I know both sides of Dallas, but I'm saying through that, through the Dallas, that's the grimy, the gritty, you know, I'm going to take y'all through there just so you know, like this, this is how it looks for real, or it could potentially look at any given moment. This, this is, you know, a lot of, a lot of underhandedness, a lot of snake shit, uh, backstabbing, uh, disloyalty, distrust, mistrust, uh, you know, a lot of foul play, man. Not all the time. I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, you think Chicago, you think, you know, you think uh, Louisiana back when they considered it murder capital of the world, right? You know, you think you think LA gang banging, right? And you think Dallas, like it's the, it's no different. It ain't safe. So I wanted to make sure that spoke to, because that it ain't safe is not, even though I'm coming from a Dallas perspective, that song is resonates with any cities that suffer from a lot of violent actions that happen, right? It ain't safe. That's why that's a globally, like who can't relate to a demographic that's not really safe, right? I, 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 everywhere you go, especially for us, we can consider things like Tennessee, North Dakota, you know, uh, uh, Nebraska, Montana, you know, where we're not the majority. Mm-hmm. Okay, it ain't safe. You know what I'm saying? That ain't, that ain't safe. You go to places, certain areas in Georgia. Uh, yeah, bro, it, bro, it ain't safe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mississippi, um, you know, to speak to a different level of the song, right? Like when you, it, it ain't safe. It's just, for the black man, man, it's just for me, man, we, I, no one could ever understand what it is to be us unless you are us. Like you can never fathom to be how it feels to, to have apprehension when it comes to white people, black people, women, <laughs> government, police. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you know, most people go, they don't have to deal with all of those. They're going to pick and choose. Like oh, a couple of these don't, don't apply to me. Right. Like, but when we, it, when it's us, we got to get it from all different angles. So it take a special type of person and personality and character to be able to maneuver through the, all of that different stuff, man, and still live it and have a prosperous life and live, like not be sheltered, closed off and, and in your little bubble, but actually live, still travel, still go see things, learn new things, meet new people, shake new hands and still hold yourself and be a man in it. You know what I mean? Like it take a special type of, of, of a character and personality to be able to maneuver and do that at a high level. So hip hop is your therapy more than it is just an outlet for you. It is. If it wasn't, if it wasn't my therapy, I'd have been stopped rapping. I ain't well, made how, enough money. How about this? When people find their passion, it's never it's never a burden. Right. But being a man has been a burden since the day Dr. Smacked you on your behind. Let me show, let me, let me, let me show you how necessary you are rather than how dope you are. Because dope is a perception, right? But necessary is godly. Got you. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me bring this to you. As a child, did you like superheroes and stuff like that? I did, man. You know, who was your the favorite crazy superhero? part about it? I, 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 my favorite was the realist. Who was that? Uh, Batman. Okay. 
Because he was a real, he was a real person. Reason I mean, like he didn't have an extra super. He wasn't super strong. He just had gadgets that made him dope, right? He wasn't super strong, super fast, super. His cars was his cars were special. His outfit was special. He was just a man. You know what I mean? When you come to Superman or Incredible Hulk or uh, 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 all of those, uh, you know, uh, Spider Man and all of those, they had actual superpowers. Batman just had a lot of money, and he had white supremacy as a superpower. Think about that. You're right, facts. But You're but right. but let's be real. When we grew up, we he wanted man. to be. Once again, we saw something that we wish we could be, while others saw who they were. Mm. As you grew up, you got bombarded with images of who the hero was, but none of them looked like you. Let's take it to another level. The most pivotal DC comic that came out in the 1970s is when a black man. A home, like a like, he didn't like a bum, but let's just say a look homeless. A man went to the Green Lantern and said, "You help pink aliens, green people, white people, red people, but you don't do nothing for black people." And the Green Arrow and the and the, and the, and the Green Lantern looked at each other like, "Damn, he's right." That's why you're necessary because children that look like us look up to the drug dealer, the hustler, the rapper, and the athlete. Big and if we don't give them the things that are necessary, we contribute to the downfall of our people. Big facts. Oh, yeah, salute to your dogs. They're beautiful on the Instagram. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, this granny baby right here, man. My try XL bully, man. All right. Yeah. So being that you are necessary, what do you think is the most important message that you give in your music? Or what do you think is the most important thing that you do with your music that's influential to others? I think for me, I'm gonna give it to him. Um, how would I want to say this? Like, I'm not a yes man, so I don't cater. Like, I write my music selfishly. Like, I don't, I don't cater to what I think people want to hear. I write what makes the most sense to me to get whatever um, ideal or or thought or emotion that I'm trying to capture to get it off. Like that that's what I do with my music. That's why it's, it is therapeutic for me because I told people, man, if you hear me write a song, then that mean I chose not to do nothing about whatever situation I went through. Like if I don't write a song, then I probably done did something. So it, a lot of people should, it's, some, it's a few people should be thankful that I write music, right? That I write, nah, I'm, I'm dead serious, right? Because if I didn't write the music, if I didn't write it off, then I would have had to find some other way to get off of whatever that feeling was. I would have had to find another outlet. And typically, you know, I, I just thank God for my ability, you know what I mean? To uh, be able to express myself through words, man. Because it's easy for us to do what's, the natural animalistic thing, right? They always say, you know, humans are just the highest form of an animal, still animals will. And I tell people that that's true. I'm a Libra though, you know? And so at, at one thing about that sign is this the only sign in the Zodiac that's, that's not an animal. I, I hear you. But once again, you're more eloquent than that, bro. And I'm not going to let you do that to yourself. First. I just try to play the humble man because, you know, I, I'm not one to big two. I'd rather toot your horn than toot mine. But now look, but that's not forced humility. Like I'm a very, I'm humble. I'm very adamantly against forced humility. That's righteous humility that you're showing. And that's dope. Salute to you. But see, this is what, another thing I want to tell you. You a street cat? Yeah, I mean, I had my, I played out there. So let me tell you something. Do you understand that the street cat is one of the most influential and most intelligent members of American society that they downplay to keep you underfoot? If it wasn't for the street cat, we would not understand how to flip in the hood. That's mathematics. Mm -hmm. We would know interpersonal, um, interpersonal relationships, loyalty and morality. We wouldn't know what it is to keep your word and to build on it. That's, that's, that's foundationalism. Right. Now, it can be done a negative way, just like um, politics has been done a negative way. Just like cooking has done another way, because sometimes people put poison in your food. 
Trans fats. Look it up. Drug dealers, real drug dealers not on the corner. They put their stuff in Walgreens. But like I'm saying, there's there's things about how who we are and what we are that have to be celebrated. And unfortunately, we're coming to the end of this interview, which sucks because I'm good, man. Just have me back. I'm saying, and like I'm saying, as a man to another man, I want to say I'm proud of you because because you live, you create, and you inspire. I may not be from where you're from, but I will come to where you're from just to chill with you to give you that respect. You should, and I'll show you a good side. I'll show you Dallas, man, the good side of Dallas, man. I'll show you some, you know, I'll show you what you want to see, whatever you want to see. So, but I definitely, we can hang out, man, because, uh, so Kawan be a part of a lot of dope things too, man. Shout out to DJ Kawan. Shout man. out to Kawan, TMS man. Radio. What's um, up? And so, man, yeah, man, it's, Dallas got a nightlife that's really unmatched to me. Okay. Like people don't, because it can go, you can choose which level you want. Like you can choose and it can all be a black experience and it can still be different levels. Like you can still be different levels with it, man. So, so yeah, man, from lounges to cigar lounges to to uh, hip hop clubs, to reggae clubs, like, right? Like, man, nah, it's, it's ah, man, man, to Neo Soul joints, right? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's a different, and it's always something popping. Typically, Five days out of a seven-day week, you can go somewhere and hang out in Dallas. Well, to take it back 360 in perspective from the beginning of this conversation, we talked about freedom and you finding your freedom. Yes, sir. What is the freedom of being a man on stage and being able to walk off the stage and still have that freedom when the world tells you you're not free? Ooh. So for me, man, it's... um to be in my element of doing something like I live, I'm living when I'm on that stage, I feel like I'm on my terms. And even when I'm off, you know, to a degree, I'm not to a degree. I'm still on my terms. So like right now I work and it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable because it's restraining. It's restricting. Right. And you will never get paid what your worth is at a job. Um, so you know, for me to be in my element as far as uh, reciting music that I created and people actually being around to actually want to hear what I have to say, that's just a liberating thing because you got the attention. You know, I grew up an only child, but I had family that were like my brothers, but they weren't my brothers. You know what I mean? My uncle and my cousin, you know. So, for, and I was the youngest out of that group, right? It was, and so my voice wasn't that big in the family. Even though I was one of the smarter ones in the family, like my voice wasn't that big because I was the youngest. And you know, growing up in the household back then, like the kids don't, boy, you don't got no, shut up, you know, mind your business. So then when I got to where I was reciting lyrics and, and writing music and, you know, going through school, everybody now I'm popular in school and I don't even really like to recite this in school, right? Like I, somebody just, one of my best friends told somebody else that I can rap. And then for, you know, people at school asking me to rap and shit, right? So, but I used to just rap to my homie, you know what I mean? And so to go from, from growing up, like where your voice wasn't appreciated to being on a platform to where now people want to hear what you got to say, that's free. That's freedom for me, man. So with that being said, please give everybody your social media so they can find you and salute you. Hey, man, I, I definitely want to salute you first, man, Karev, man. I appreciate the platform and the opportunity, man. And I'm proud of you too, brother. Keep going, keep growing, man. You're doing a wonderful thing, man, right now, man. Not only for yourself, but for your family, your kids, your offsprings, and, and the culture, and the, the small guys like us in the indie world, right? So definitely keep going, keep growing, man. But um, yeah, y'all can check me out, um, Instagram, is MLG underscore ETM um, on Facebook. You can go to the uh, Everything Taylor May page. Everything. Make sure you don't put an I. It's an A. Everything. You got to put that country boy in there. Everything Taylor Made ETM page or the ETM music group. I got an Educated Thug Music ETM uh, group as well. So you can do either one of those to keep up with current events and upcoming, or you can check out my uh, K Trey Taylor page as well on Facebook as well. Um, I got a Twitter, man, but I don't really do Twitter, man. I ain't gonna lie, I told somebody else that, man, it was kind of weird for me, man. You know, so I was like, man, forget Twitter. And I, it's still active. I just forgot the password and I never did go back and try to reset it or nothing. I, you know, so <laughs> uh, you can also check me out on YouTube, Mr. Lefty Goodheart. 
Um, Mr. Lefty, your good heart on YouTube, man. Check that out. I got a uh, uh, and SoundCloud as well. So Mr. Lefty on SoundCloud as well, Mr. Lefty Good Heart. So y'all can check out the music and stuff. I just dropped. I actually just released on SoundCloud a promotional song that I a dope track called "End of the Night" that I um that I collabed with a cat. I asked him for original track and he sent me a sample. That shit pissed me off. But either way, neither here nor there, right? Cause I, you know, I didn't know it was a sample until after I recorded the whole song and my deep, my engineer was like, yo, all we gotta do is clear this sample. And I was like, what? Mm. He's like, oh yeah, bro, this is a sample. And I said, I specifically asked this dude for no samples, dude. <laughs> and it's a dope track, right? And it's like, man, so. You know, if there's any engineers out there, man, y'all go check out my SoundCloud. Check out End of the Night. If you got a track that you feel will fit that song better than the track that you hear, shoot, hit my, uh, email me at mrlefty at gmail.com. That's M-R dot L, the number three, F-T-Y, L-3-F-T-Y at gmail.com, man. Hit my inbox and send me your track. It got to be original. I'm not messing with no samples, so it got to be original, man. Hey, hey. With that being said, y'all, we did not end this interview because I'm going to tell y'all something before we go into the next part of the interview. And that's just Mr. Lefty, Mr. Lefty G, Mr. Lefty Goodheart, whatever we'll call him. He's, he actually has music that you need. And the song Freedom, like I said, that song, if that doesn't turn you on to loving music, if you're not already a music lover, just get your casket ready because you're dead. That's life music. That's life <laughs> yeah, music. That. No, that movie, that song is dope. Like I'm. It really that on my is. Thing. I I I I created it in hopes to inspire. It's crazy. I was cleaning up my apartment, man, and I was uh going through some tracks, right? And just so happened I was on SoundClick or whatever one of them spots where you know where uh independent producers be uploading their tracks, and I heard it, and instantly. See, sometimes music speaks to me, and then it makes it easy. Sometimes I have to repeatedly hear tracks, you know what I'm saying, before I come up with something. When I heard Freedom, I couldn't stop saying stuff out of my mouth. And so I was cleaning up and I had to stop. I said, nah, you got to write this down before you forget it. <laughs> and so I, I right then I started writing, bro, and I didn't stop until that song was complete, man. Well, I'm putting that song on Heritage Hip Hop playlist number nine, which will be out soon. And um, what I'm going to do is what I urge everybody else to do. Please, if you like the music, you can stream the music. But if it's something that you really like to love, please purchase the music. Because about Spotify, buying... yes, I'm sorry, Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, iTunes, anywhere you can stream music. Just pull up Mr. Lefty Goodheart and stream, purchase. The, yeah, we... Whatever you purchase, that just goes right back into me creating more for you guys, man. So. We, 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 Heritage Hip Hop does not believe in streaming. We, we, because we, we, we take it as the new slavery because you're bigging up the people who are renting your music from. I want them to buy the music from you because that's a royalty Absolutely. that counts for your growth. Absolutely. So please buy the music, everybody. And like I said, um, when you do buy the music, not only do you give that artist the love and respect of being an artist, you, you don't rent your music. So if the internet ever went down, guess what? You don't got the shit. So make exactly. sure you buy it so that you, yeah, so you can have it for yourself. Yeah. So, now that we got that part, it's time for the rapid fire questions, which is the end of the uh, um the um interview. The rapid fire questions are not yes no questions. The rapid fire questions are about you, the artist, and your understanding of yourself and hip hop culture. Are you ready? Better than as I'm ever be. Here we go. What album or song from another artist perfectly describes you? Me against the world, Tupac. He did say that before, right? So check this out, everybody. What's the perfect beat? Meaning, if this person never came out with that song, it would have been your first single. Oh my god, Scarface never. Oh, okay, okay. Scarface is one of my top MCs of all time. Period. Song never, if you ever heard that, never. So, here's my next question When we think about Texas, we think about um, Scarface. Ghetto Boy Zero, one of my favorite artists from Texas is Devin the Dude. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Texas as a whole. You know what I mean? My my one of my biggest issues with um hip hop is only Brooklyn did this is that we all can be from one place, but we don't represent the place we're from. We rather compete to be the best out of that place. If you can make a song with three artists that could rhyme from Texas or Dallas, where you're from. Who would the top artist be to make one single to travel around the world and put Dallas on the map? Oh, Cure for Paranoia. Uh, 
Ooh, man. Rowdy Beauregard. Um, and I would I would try to pull out the OG, man, the DOC, man. So all of y'all, y'all got the shout out. Y'all do the song together or and come to Heritage Hip Hop because I like to talk to every single one of y'all. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Shameless plug. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Salute DOC, man. If it wasn't for what him, up? man, I don't know where Dallas hip hop would be, man. He made he built the he helped build the West Coast. Why not? You know what I mean? He helped build the West Coast, but it was always understood where he came from, even Facts. though he did what he did for that culture. You a Dallas native, and he never denied it. You know, even mm-hmm. though he migrated, you know, because at that time, that was the best thing for him to do. Dallas wasn't going to do nothing for you in the music game when he was out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If you didn't go nowhere, you wasn't probably going to be heard yeah. to the level that he was heard, you know. And shout out to Dallas because Dallas has given someone, and that's one of the greatest MCs of all Come on, time. Man. Yeah, man. So let's really get your history right. If you don't know about Dallas um, hip hop, your playlist is whack. Get your playlist yeah, up. Man. So... Let's, let's go to the next level, because I'm playful when it comes to things, right? You said Batman was you, right? I see, You asked me who's my favorite superhero. Girl. Yeah, so Batman. Yeah, so Batman was your favorite superhero, right? Now, check out. Check this out. If you really study Batman, Batman's about the human mind. Because he was the man that overcame tragedy, while the Joker is the man that succumbed to tragedy. The Riddler is the person who thinks he knows it all. Two-Face is duality. Okay. Catwoman is thievery. Bougie is penguin, et cetera, et cetera. What part of your personality comes out of you when you do hip hop? It would be a different superhero. So man, when I do hip hop, what part of my personality comes out? So more so of the no nonsense. Because typically I'm a cool, laid back, calm dude. Like I I try to be cool, laid back, like just kind of chill and collected. But when that mic in my hand and I'm, then it's a little bit more, depending, it it don't even matter which track it is. It's going to be a little bit more aggression. It's going to be a little bit more straightforward, uh, direct um, in your face with it. Like, yeah, to the point, fuck who mad or who don't like it. Like, yeah, so that's what's going to come out. Like I wrote this. So once I'm spitting it, I don't care who don't like it. I'm going to ask you a controversial question. Please don't take it the wrong way, all right? So the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys was given the title America's team because people tried to kill the football players. Okay. What happened was when John F. Kennedy got killed, they called them the Kennedy, Dallas Kennedy killers. So the NFL films brought out a movie called Dallas Cowboys, America's team to fix the, the, the repair, what was damage was done due to a heinous act against you know our president you know what i'm saying so my question to you is what is the reputation of dallas hip-hop how do you elevate it with every song you make see i think the reputation from what my understanding is when i go to different places they look at us as like uh boogie music like dance music right that's what i hear a lot of they thinking uh my they thinking my dougie i'm fresh they thinking stuff like that right um, I know better than that, man. And shout out to those cats, right? Cause the song still put them on the map and the city as a whole. I just know better than that being like the, Dallas is a melting pot even when it comes to music. I, I know some spitters, right? On the street level, on the conscious level, on, on all different levels. Plus I know boogie music, guys that make dance music, you know? So it's a lot of difference. It's a lot of differences um, when it comes to the music style. But from what I'm hearing, I think that we have a rep- the city has a reputation of boogie music or sounding too much like Atlanta. So how do you elevate it and make it better? I stay, I stay, I stay true to who I am. You know what I mean? Cause I, I stay true to who I am, but the thing I think what needs to happen is that it's, a, it's, it's clickish here, right? And if we can get outside of that and understand and gravitate and, and overstand what it would look like to have unity as a whole, then I would do a song with the my Dougie guy. I would do a song with the guys that you know have a similar style to like a little baby or Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't rap like neither one of those. 
So I'm going to bring something different to their uh, platform the same way they would bring something different to mine. And it still is a reflection of the city. And I think that's a start. I think that's how we start. So I've been real. Uh, I'm just now opening up to really like doing more features with, with people outside of. Um, I have been real selfish with my craft. That's interesting that you say that because that's what we say in Jersey is that people are too clickish and we got to support each other. And I think that's where corporate hip hop has won because everybody's fighting to be the one guy that they use. It's like being a bad hoe. The Bible says Israel will pay people to sleep with them where people are supposed to pay the hoe to sleep with her. And it's like we're prostituting ourselves to be seen. Right. Right. We want to be the prettiest, prettiest, ugly girl in the clique instead right. of being the monument of righteousness or the monument of making it that other people can see us to be. Facts. And so that, oh, that's black tax. And that's why everybody get mad from somebody from the city that make it and they don't come back and put the city on. You know what I mean? Go ahead and say what you want to say. You was about to say it. Go ahead, yo. <laughs> man, you know, because these interviews can out these hoes is forever, man. So you just got to be really careful about, you know, how you how you uh, articulate or how you relay whatever it is you want to say, man. But I, I I still I don't give up on my people, man. Um, I don't give up. And even though I've been selfish with who I wanted to uh, create with, um, I've been an avid supporter of every one of like all different styles of the city's hip hop, man. Um, I've been to so many shows, whether it was paid shows or open mic shows. I've been to so many, whether I was performing or not. It was just a support. Um, I've supported so many different platforms of things that people got going on in the city and I'm gonna continue to do so because I can appreciate us steady trying. Um, I think, I think reach one, each one, reach one, teach one. So if I stop supporting, how does that help? The hope and the goal is that someone, I, you know, I go live or I, I put up a post of where I am and someone else sees where I am and they say, well, I'm gonna go there next time. Now you got somebody new that came to your platform just on the strength that they've seen or know who I am, right? And so that's that's uh, that's that's how my goal and my aim is with it, man. But it's a lot of dope artists out here, man. It's a lot of dope things to do in Dallas too. But it's also with the same, um, in the same breath, it's a lot of bullshit to get into, and it's a lot of whack artists too. Well, that's just life. But salute to Mr. Lefty Goodhart, because he reminds me of Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is my favorite Mortal Kombat character. At the end of the day, he ice. And you know, ice ice could freeze you, but ice could also burn you, too. Duality, different sides of the character. He smooth Thanks. off the mic, but he a beast on it. Watch so yourself. on Mortal Kombat, yeah, that's what I was with, too. That's cool. That's cool that you said that, right? That's cool. <laughs> so yeah. last two questions. How would you like the interview, man? How we do tonight? Do we make history or what? Nah, man, you did, man. So uh, by far... You and one other cat had some of the most interesting questions I've ever been interviewed and asked, man. So I definitely appreciate that, right? Definitely appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I think you got a good thing going for yourself. So I, I definitely, anytime you want to have me back, man, I'll be more than willing. You know we have I mean? an open door policy. So whenever you drop a new song or whenever you, if you have a, a full lynch, just come back. I'm going to shoot you an email of the one I just told you about, man, and, okay. and, and make sure you, because it's for promo use anyway. So I definitely, mm -hmm. and it's dope though. Well, yeah, matter of fact, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna shoot you the track. Mm -hmm. Give me feedback, please. Well, if I put it on in the car and I like it, you see me put it on the reel so everybody know what's out. So there yes, you go. You know I mean, yes, sir. So here we come to the final question of the interview. Once again, we're with Mr. Lefty Goodhart of Dallas, Texas, who's um, a member of the show from now on. So hey, if anything ever come out, you could you're welcome. Just hit me with an email. You got my contact. You in Jersey? That's right. So that's the only place. So I've been to New York, man. I hadn't been to Jersey. I didn't have enough time the last time I was there. But I definitely want, uh, I definitely have strong intentions on coming to Jersey. I got to get to Jersey, man. I got to, man. It's a, it's a whole I different animal to. than New York. See, <laughs> how far, the but, you know what? It's all good. <laughs> stay tuned. You stay tuned, my brother. Sooner than later. Oh, Do you yeah. go to New York? Yeah. It's 20 minutes from miles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and check. And check we this out. We may but, link but, soon, man. But check this. Let me tell you something. New York and New Jersey is two different animals. And if you ever want to rub it's like shoulders, Dallas and Houston. No, it's totally different. Cause like New York has its own kingdom. So Brooklyn, Bronx, Harlem, they're all different places. You know what I'm saying? Then you got upstate New York, like Poughkeepsie and all that. And shout out to the mayor of Peekskill, Noodle New. He's an MC. Album is dope. Make sure you check that out. But um, 
But there, yeah, that's New York. New Jersey is like, man, if I had to compare New Jersey to New York, New York can separate kingdoms. New York, New Jersey's like, like, like a wildfire. It's like wherever you go, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So different styles, different territories, different flavors. So I would love to introduce you. I would love to introduce you to one of the best producers in hip hop right now. His name is Stan Ipkiss. He's an award-winning producer that travels the country and whoops ass and beat battles. I would love to um, introduce you to him. You're going to have an opportunity soon, soon, King. All right, hey, just hit me. You know what I'm saying? Right, we are. I'm and we will do that. You know soon, what I'm saying? Man, nah, for sure. For real. Hey, it's been a pleasure. This, hey, yo, yo, you got a dope platform, but you, you also just have been a dope man. You know what I'm saying? And I Thank appreciate you. that, brother, for real, man. You got some real questions. You got I, I can tell the intellect is there, man. Um, man, I just really appreciate. It. I don't want to take up your time, but I definitely nah, we, we, we should definitely chop up a lot more outside of this timed. Yeah. you know what I mean. Hey, let me, ask me? You, let me ask you this before you let me go. True. Do you push pieces? What do you mean? Oh, okay. Play chess. I always wanted to learn, and nobody ever taught me. That's the one game I would really like to play. Nobody's ever taught like me in how to the play holy chess. mecca of all you gotta do is go pay to learn. Yeah, but here's my thing. My mind goes this way. So for it to come back here, I can't focus too good on one thing. Like I said, I may want like so I you I even, should pick up the game because you can't if you focus on one thing on chess, you're gonna lose. Yeah, it's like that. I know you gotta be steps ahead, but yeah. 60, we say 32 is 64, 32, 32, 64. It's 64 squares, 32 pieces. You got right. 16, I got 16. Right. All of these pieces do something different. Right. The knight moves in L's, the rooks go spot. Yeah, no, I got, I got but that part. they're on different sides, this knight ain't like this knight because this knight is on this side. You see what I'm saying? So all the pieces, even though they the moves are the same, the way you're going to move them is going to be different depending on how the game goes. So if you're not paying attention to your opponent yeah. and how his board is set up, then and and then then you're not gonna set your board up properly to counter what he's trying to do. That's the game of so, life. Exactly. That's why you should pick it up. Exactly. I'm gonna rock with you on that one. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Because so guess what? Focus on one thing, you'll get beat up. You'll get ran over in chess. Trying to, and just like in life, if you try to focus on one thing too long, <laughs> I'd actually have a chess board in here. Which <laughs> is crazy. Oh, I got a little travel one. Hey, I travel, man. I keep one in my in my vehicle, right? I keep a chess board in yeah. the wheel. But I also got a little travel board that I keep with me as well. It's like a little bitty. So, you know, because I always, uh, I'm always up to for a game, with, you know, with a worthy. You went, you, you went to the park in New York to play? Yeah. Nah, so I missed it. And so I'm, I'm coming back soon. That's why uh -huh. I told you, just stay tuned soon. We're going to link. If you have the time, mm -hmm. like when I tell you when I'm there, if you have the time to kind of meet up with me and Kawan, man, it'd be great. It'd be great to just link up with you, maybe go have a beer or something and just, you know, kind of chop it up in, in, a, in more interpersonal. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm with it, yo. So let's get to the last question. Everybody, I've seen behind the scenes. So as you see, Karev is a dope person to chill with. Mr. Lefty is a good person to chill with. And if you do it, you're blessed. So look for us. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on that social media. So my last question is this question right here. 500 years from now in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, you're going to be there. And somebody's going to hit a red button on the wall. And 500 years from now, they're going to hear your music, which means you're going to influence people centuries in the future. What is the legacy you left behind that made the world better because you created hip hop music? Don't hold your tongue, man. Say what's in your heart, man. Hey, walk your truth. Walk your truth. I done did a lot out here, man. I, I, I mean, you know, and I still ain't did nothing. And I say that in the same breath, man. There's so much out here to do. There's so much out here to see. I ain't, I ain't scratched the surface. And I done did a lot, of, I, you know, in my time as far as helping where I could or whatever, man. So just, hey, man, stay true to who you are. Walk your truth. And don't bite your tongue, man. So with that being said, everybody, make sure you always be real in your expression and speak to who you are because God never made you to be under, he made you to fulfill. The Bible says, put your light on top of a mountain so you can bring the world to God through yourself. Never hide your light under a bush because you were not made to be hidden. Whenever you have something that's great, you hold it up and God made you great. So hold yourself up and be truthful to him and to yourself because that's what's going to make you and the hip hop culture great. 
I say, man, well said, man. This well is Karev from Heritage Hip Hop with Mr. Lefty Goodheart. And make sure you- My heart's good. My mind's a fool. All right. And make sure you go get that song, Freedom, because it- I, I'm, I'm designating it right now. It's a classic. Just That's go get up, it. Man. And I said that too, man. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that it's spreading. Like I'm, I'm glad to hear it's a slow spread, but it's spreading. I'm proud of that, man. Well, let's it's put it where it needs to go. Then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna submit it to play on the radio. I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna give it to a radio station. I'm gonna see how they like it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna break your record on Grumpy's World, on A Squad Rebel Radio Tuesdays eight to ten. On a Squad Rebel Radio. Make sure y'all subscribe to them on, um, on YouTube. Send me the link. Let me know. YouTube and Facebook. All right, eight, eight, number eight, Squad Rebel Radio. And with that being said, this is Karev with Mr. Lefty Goodheart, my man, saying peace, and we out. Peace and love. Thank you for watching our presentation. We ask that you subscribe to our YouTube family and hit the notification bell for updates. Please like, comment, and share this video. Real, real, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, real, real.